0: Hey, guys, Triple Whale is now offering post-purchase surveys absolutely free. Go check it out and enjoy the episode.
1: As someone that is in clinical research all the time, I love seeing the papers that you're analyzing (laughs) and applying to TikTok ads. I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) We're actually taking like scientifically backed human psychology (laughs) and dumbing it down to make it really simple for marketers to then actually implement it, which Uh, is kind of the missing link.
0: Welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Sarah Levenger. This is the Pit Stop Podcast. I am super excited. I am being joined today by Caleb. He is the owner and founder of Cubby Beds. This is like one of the best things that I've discovered over the last year. I've met a lot of great people in the DTC industry, lots of great things happening. But you in particular, I think it is super inspirational because your brand is really solving quite a large problem that's like very near and dear to my heart you guys are making smart beds, particularly for any of the families that have kids that have any sort of special needs. So can you describe for us one, just what the product is, but two, how you kind of got to this spot where you're kind of developing these beds specifically for this
1: type of person and this type of need? Yeah, definitely. And Happy to be here. Happy to talk through the journey. So I'll start with the problem. It's a complicated problem. We work with kids with special needs and disabilities. So we've probably worked with over 50 diagnoses at this point, but some of the most common are autism, epilepsy, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy. And across those, you have a lot of similar issues. Sleep is a big one. So kids with autism, about 80% have daily sleep issues. Anxiety is another big one. There's just a lot of stress and anxiety. And then safety is really what insurance pays for, for our product, which is keeping these kids safe, keeping them out of the hospital and thereby their parents aren't constantly paranoid and worried about their safety. And so those are things like seizures, self-harm, falling, entrapment, things like that yeah. that these kids experience. So our bed, the cubby bed, is a smart bed that helps keep them safe, improves the environment, to help us sleep and in- with anxiety. And so one of the biggest things here is, especially with autism, it's improving the sensory environment. So it's why Thanks. you see kids hey, with okay. autism that Yeah, they they rock back and forth or they cover their ears or they have to wear sunglasses outside. A lot of that's due to either being hypersensitive or needing more stimuli, more sensory input. So our bed has a canopy that goes over the top, helps control the environment. So light, sound, visual stimuli. Also provides 360 degrees of padding. So if someone does have a seizure or falls, they won't get hurt. Special sheets, safety sheets that prevent entrapment. And then a lot of smart technology features. So, we have a circadian rhythm light. It's kind of like a sunrise, sunset, a speaker for white noise, nature sounds, or music, vibration pad, weighted blankets, aromatherapy. All that, again, is really to provide those soothing sensory inputs. And then on the safety side, we have a lot of monitoring features with a camera, two way microphone, and sensor system. All of this can be accessed via the caregiver or parents' app from anywhere in the world. So, they don't have to be constantly checking in or worried. They can
0: yeah, change settings awesome.
1: monitor all those things from anywhere.
0: I really love like how much work not only that you put into the product but how much work you've put into thinking about a secondary player to your actual like consumer and this is something I talk about a lot on Twitter and stuff. Obviously, from a DTC aspect if you're selling things like supplements or shoes, you may have secondary players that are involved in the decision making process but for you guys it's almost more so important that you have support not just for the kids, but for the parents themselves.
1: Yeah, very true. It's pretty interesting in that way. Yeah. yeah, The customer is not really the user. Often the user might not even know about the bed or be involved in that decision-making process. But the parent is, they want to keep the kid safe, want the kid to be happy, but they also need to be able to hold down a job and be able to sleep so their marriage doesn't fall apart and be able to (laughs) take the kid to the doctor three times a week. Mm -hmm. All those things that ends up being more of an ecosystem problem around that child as, as well as an ecosystem solution when that cubby bed comes into play.
0: Well, and that's the interesting part about consumers in general, is I think we forget often that the user is not always the person who's buying it. So in your particular instance, the actual customer is the parents, the ones who are like actually charging the card, but the users themselves are their children. And so there's a a Mm -hmm. deep relationship between the two of them. I'm a parent, like I have kids. And even my kids who are generally healthy people, neurotypical children is what you would probably term them as, like they have issues sleeping (laughs) and that's Mm -hmm. very difficult. On the days they don't sleep, I am just like a wreck. And, you know, it's not very common for us to experience sleep issues. But for a parent who really has these very deep, deep issues of trying to figure out how to care for a child who cannot care for themselves, it's, oh my gosh, I can't even describe to you like the pain that I feel. For those parents, because it's just, it affects your entire life. Sleep in particular affects your entire life. And fun fact about Sarah, I was a a pediatric sleep consultant for about two years before I got to the DTC industry. I didn't know that. So I was teaching parents how to help their babies go to sleep. And and so I learned a ton about circadian rhythms and how your body works and how you fall asleep and how you stay asleep. And it's fascinating the amount of stuff that you can figure out just from sleep. And Mm -hmm. I mean, just statistically the US is a chronically underslept country. Like We don't sleep enough in general. (laughs) This country really needs to get more sleep like across the board. (laughs) Your product in particular is solving a really good problem. So my question for you guys is, how did you get into this business for one? And two, where do you think you guys are going to take it? Because this is something that's new, I think. You guys are like DTC for healthcare, which is different. And you're still having to work with insurance companies, and like you've got a lot involved in just one particular product that's solving a big, big problem. So how did you get into this, and then where are you guys going next?
1: Yeah, so the origin started, depending on how you look at it, almost a decade ago. And the original version of the product was a way to turn any bed into a pod, so kind of a room within a room, and mainly focused on shared sleeping spaces, so travel hostels, homeless shelters, disaster relief student dorms. So I made that as a kind of engineering project in college
0: and tried to sell it,
1: sold some beds, but ultimately ran into kind of a product market fit classic issue of the markets. It's solving a problem, but no one has money in those markets or doesn't want to pay for it. So it's really hard to sell a bed. But while building that, I looked online and saw what are now our competitors, which surprisingly there's like 10, 15 competitors out there. And they kind of look like if you imagine a baby's wooden crib, like with wooden bars around a bed. That's basically what they look like, but adult sized and ten yeah. to $20,000 and covered by insurance. Yeah. And so I saw that and it was kind of a light bulb moment. The other side is I, just from a more personal side, had a good friend growing up uh, who had Down syndrome. And so I was his peer helper in middle school and high school, got to know him and his family really well and saw a lot of the challenges he went through. Yeah. And so kind of combine those two of, hey, I can make a product that has good market could really add some interesting innovation, direct-to-consumer marketing, and then could also help people like my friend and his family and scale this to, to help a lot more yeah. families out there. So yeah, I started that second version. I took a break between those two for about five years. Moved to Denver, worked at a software company, made a little bit of money in that, and then decided, hey, I'm going to go restart this in about 2018. And we March launched in March 2020, so about two and a half, okay, three yeah. years ago at this point.
0: Yeah. I kind of love this backstory too, because I think having some sort of a personal investment in your own products is kind of important or something that it solved for you personally. Just to <laughs> make it a little bit more real, I think, than if it was just like, well, I just decided to get into this because I thought, you know, I don't know, selling shoes was fun. <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is. Not that you can't build yeah. a business off of that, but it it tends to be a little bit easier for us to connect with our customers if we are our customers or if we've had an experience with the customers that we're selling to. So yeah, I think that's huge. I very much agree with that.
1: And I think, yeah, yeah, having that North Star startups are really hard and especially hardware startups, medical device startups are incredibly difficult, but having that North Star and seeing the impacts really helpful. And then I also heard, I can't remember who who said this, but some really great startup advice that starting really hard companies in some ways is easier than starting easy companies. You have less competition, In my case, it's been a lot easier to recruit really, really amazing people because they want to join this mission. Even if I can't pay them as much as Facebook or Google, they see the impact here. And so I think there are some big advantages of, although there's more difficult to get this off the ground, I think in the long term, it ends up compounding and being a really big benefit.
0: Yeah. I've experienced the same because my entire business is built off of creative strategy and consumer research which is not something that's very common in DTC. It's it's like kind of a new concept Mm -hmm. for people, specifically just a creative strategy agency. So all we work on is basically making sure that your ads are psychologically prepped to be well-received by your customers. So- Nobody kind of knew what to do with us (laughs) when we first started. And it it has been much more difficult because I'm basically making up a new role, right? We're making up an entirely new industry, basically, creative strategy. And when you say making up, I mean, like, we're basically just solving a problem that nobody has solved yet. But it does, Mm -hmm. it makes it harder because you have no one to follow, but it makes it easier because now you get to innovate and make it whatever you think the industry should follow. So now you get to be the pioneer and you get to be the very first. That's huge for you guys because you really are pioneering an entirely new type of this product and and, an entirely new solution, which has never been done before. It's huge. Yeah, I love
1: that. As as someone that is in clinical research all the time, I love seeing the papers that you're analyzing and (laughs) applying to TikTok ads. I'm like, this is amazing. We're actually taking (laughs) like scientifically backed human psychology and Dumbing it down to make it really simple for marketers to then actually implement it, which uh, is the, kind of the missing link. That's been that research has been out there for a long time. Some oh, people might yeah. even be using it, but it's been hard to understand actually why stuffs work. Yeah, so I find yeah. that really fascinating.
0: That's the t- stuff that I've always wanted to kind of take and distill down because the big brands have access to it, and they have entire market research teams whose job it is to distill this down to like layman's terms or just everyday terms. So that people can understand it and actually use it. So the marketers can like do something with it. We don't have anybody in DTC that's done that quite (laughs) yet. Where it's like this information has been over here for like hundreds of years. But nobody's (laughs) had the time or like I guess just had, I don't know, free time (laughs) to go (laughs) and like read stuff and and distill it down. So thank you. I appreciate that. I, I also believe that we shouldn't be making any big business decisions based upon any sort of guess or anything that any other marketer has told us in the past. Because what works for another business doesn't necessarily work for yours, even if you're in the same exact industry. Because there are, I'm sure there are beds that kind of do similar things to yours. But yours in particular does something specific for these parents, not just from like a functional standpoint of making our kid feel comfortable and making it easy for him to fall asleep, but from also like a psychological standpoint of if Mm -hmm. my kid is safe, then I can sleep better knowing he is safe. You've solved a very yeah, large security issue for parents. And uh, coming from a parent, I feel unsafe on a daily basis. Anytime those kids are out of my sight, I'm like, somebody's going to die. And it's constant. You're just always thinking like, are they okay wherever they are right now? So it's really hard to let go as a parent. And especially at night, you're, just, you're not with them. And that's really hard as a parent. I mean, you're solving some huge things for them. And I, I appreciate you that you're helping parents. <laughs> Parents need more help. So yes, 100%. Where can people find you if they want to find out more about Cubby Beds? Because this is, I think we need to get the word out about you guys. And this is something that is super important for anybody that knows somebody that might have a a child who needs help in this area. We got to get people to know more about you guys. So where can they find you?
1: Yeah, I love that. We are at cubbybeds.com. So C-U-B-B-Y-B-E-D-S.com. Almost everyone I know knows someone that could be applicable to them, whether it's in yes. their family or a friend or whoever. And so happy to talk to special needs families, parents, et cetera. We've shipped over a thousand beds to about 48 states at this point. And so, so we'd exciting. love to help more families there. We're also really growing the team. So hiring across a bunch of different roles and you can check out our careers page. Personally, trying to be a little more active on Twitter. So you can find me at Caleb Pauley, C-A-L-E-B-P-O-L-L-E-Y. That's my Twitter handle happy to talk.
0: Thank you. Ah, this was so fun. Thank you so much. We need to dive deeper into this. So yeah, we got one more episode, but thank you. I mean, this is just really good conversation. I think around like just the human side of DTC and and the human side of like the medical industry. So thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Mesa is used by customers like Mudwater, Chubbies, and over 500 others who want to stop wasting time and money with repetitive tasks. Mesa lets brands like yours work smarter and balance clever workflows with solid infrastructure. Head to getmesa.com, G-E-T-M-E-S-A.com to start automating your store.